No filters, just facts. Your news, your voice. It's Black News Unfiltered with Bob Edwards. Coming in hot. Thanks for tuning in to Black News Unfiltered. Here's what's happening now. Breaking news this morning, the Supreme Court has just issued a major ruling on affirmative action. In a 6-3 decision, the justices rule that the consideration of race in college admissions is unconstitutional. We want to bring in Derek Johnson now. He's the president and the CEO of the NAACP. Derek, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks, uh, I Derek. know it's going to be a very busy day for you. Uh, let me just ask you for your reaction on this decision. It is an unfortunate day for America that this court would decide that diversity has no value. Uh, the worst thing about a affirmative action is it created Clarence Thomas. He would not be serving on the Supreme Court but for affirmative action. We are a nation who should celebrate diversity, who should re recognize the harms of the past. Institutions, corporations, and other entities were not able to uh, uh, apply a diverse opportunity for so many individuals. Affirmative actions created a pathway, and this court's decision is a chilling effect on the future of diverse settings for African-Americans and other individuals moving forward. It is unfortunate that we are here today. Many individuals who were born and grew up in zip codes that denied quality K-12 through 12 funding and education, who was somehow able to still overcome that, be situated to get to institutions of higher learnings, and now the doors are closed. That should not be the way for America. Are we gonna be a country that embraces diversity for a global economy looking into the future, or are we gonna be a country that's always looking to try to remake 1950s? And the 1950s is not a workable solution for this nation, and this is a Supreme Court that's looking to create that apartheid reality, and we should not stand for it. It is the responsibilities of corporations, it's the responsibilities of institutional higher learnings to figure out, now that they're in the wilderness, what they must do to ensure diversity, because in diversity is growth. If we don't have diverse settings, this country cannot grow into a future that's competitive with other nations. So, Derek, let me ask you what others uh, who don't share that opinion have said, which is that we celebrate diversity in this country, but uh, these uh, um, these laws that have been put into place uh, over the course of many, many years have then prejudiced the acceptance of the admissions of other students, for example, Asian Americans, uh, or even some white Americans who say, look, just on the basis of my merit alone, I deserve a seat at that university, but because of these laws, um, I am now disenfranchised, so thus the equal protection under the law that the 14th Amendment affords all Americans is not being applied to me. I'm being disadvantaged by this. How do you respond to people who say that? Let's be clear. Merit has not been the primary factor why individuals are able to advance in the way they have done. Uh, individuals are advancing because of legacy uh, emissions. Individuals are advancing because of wealth and the creation of wealth in the zip code that they have, uh, was born into. Individuals are advancing because of, of a level of white privilege that you, I, and all of us here have been denied. So those arguments fall flat. And a few decades of trying to affirmatively repair the intentional harm based on race that took place for centuries is, is, is 
inadequate to address the necessity of providing opportunities. So this is not a merit conversation because Clarence Thomas would be on the Supreme Court. We have far more African-Americans, much more qualified in their academic settings and their performance than he was. He's there because of affirmative action. So the merit argument falls flat on its face. And then what about the other argument that we heard is that race can no longer be a shortcut to make assumptions about the life that someone has lived, um, the challenges that they have faced, that in fact, you know, we have very wealthy African-Americans and Hispanics and so on and so forth. And so you cannot assume that the individual based on their race would need assistance to get into a certain school. But as I point exactly, white people should not use race to as a need to get into schools. They should not use the white race uh, category to advance themselves. So let's remove that as their accelerator and open up opportunities for more individuals of diverse backgrounds. That's our argument. And that but we we fail to recognize for the centuries that race and gender, because white males have had a leg up because of their gender, because of their race, and been able to get in seats that they were not qualified for because there were other individuals who were more qualified. And affirmative action was to remedy that. It is a solution to a longstanding problem. It isn't the problem. Yeah, and Derek, uh, just to echo what you are saying, let me just read for our audience uh, a bit of what Justice uh, Ketanji Brown Jackson um, has written. Uh, Having so detached itself from this country's actual past and present experiences, the court has now been lured into interfering with the crucial work that UNC and other institutions of higher learning are doing to solve America's real world problems. Going on uh, with the dissent, no one benefits from ignorance, although formal race legal barriers are gone, race still matters to the lived experience of all Americans in innumerable ways, and today's ruling makes things worse, not better. The best that can be said of the majority's perspective is that it proceeds ostrich-like from the hope that preventing consideration of race will end racism. Uh, Absolutely brilliant dissent, and it captures the essence of the history of this country and why affirmative action programs are so crucial to create opportunities, diversity, and to allow this nation to move into a future of inclusion as opposed to an exclusionary past. She she personifies the the essence of of academic excellence and and an outstanding jurist. But the real question here is for the majority of the court, what type of America they're trying to create? Are they truly trying to create an apartheid reality in the United States? We've lived that experience. It is a diminishing return, and there is nothing we can do to go back there. So it's important for institutions of higher learnings. It's important for corporations and other employers to do all what is possible to ensure diversity in their spaces in order for this nation to live up to its creed, in order for this nation to have a functioning democracy. That was Derek Johnson, president and CEO of the NAACP, giving us his take on the recent Supreme Court ruling on affirmative action for colleges and universities. It's about to get real because this Supreme Court wants to turn back the hands of time when America was great for white men only. And they're not playing with this. So I thank you for listening to this episode of Black News Unfiltered. 
You can listen to more episodes at www.blacknewsunfiltered.com or you can listen to us wherever you get your podcast from. You can also reach us on Facebook and Instagram at uh, Black News Unfiltered or you can email us at blacknewsunfiltered at gmail.com. Again, we thank you for your support and we encourage your feedback.